Hi. Hey. Hello there. And welcome to This Is Not a Diary, where I talk about everything and anything my wee little brain can think of. It's me, the perpetually grumpy and exhausted little troll under the bridge, Bo Neca. And in this entry, I'll be discussing my lovely, lovely identity crisis. So Winter has finally made its way here, and by that I mean I think she has finally decided to really settle in with piles of snow and freezing wind, so that's fun. I, I don't particularly like Winter. It's nice in theory, I think. And then you get weeks of snow and ice and blocked roads, and if you walk everywhere, well, that is certainly a form of just exercise. Snow, I think, is nice when you're warm, which is all kinds of contradictory, but makes a lot of sense. I'm sure there is someone out there who really enjoys winter and snow for the cold, and possibly they are an outlier in their demographic. But hey, you have your thing, I have my thing, I don't have to like your thing, and you don't have to like my thing. So, uh, anyway... (laughs) Lately, and I think this is just the running theme for whatever stage of my life this is, I have been very tired, exceptionally tired. And it's not necessarily something that cannot be remedied. I think I'm just tired and want to move through the motions of exhaustion at my own pace. Uh, I have been tired on a tight schedule, if that makes sense. And I I found that it doesn't exactly allow me to simply be tired, to do nothing without having to constantly be thinking about everything all of the time. I am essentially tired of thinking thoughts and using my brain. I just don't want to worry over something when I should be taking the time to recover and relax. Just relax. But... There are still things that demand my time, and uh, I'm trying to manage that and my mental health, which has been a bit of a struggle, but, you know, we're working on it, as always. It's nothing but a process, you know, no matter how slow it is. And I definitely don't want to put a certain amount of pressure on myself to satisfy all the demands in my life before I give myself the time to feel whatever the heck it is I'm feeling. And I definitely don't know what I'm feeling. I'm sure with closer reflection, I could figure it out, but I just don't know. And I'm not in a particular rush to find out yet. I kind of simply want to feel it whatever it is, because I really won't stop feeling this way if I don't allow myself to feel at all. I've acknowledged that I've been feeling some type of way, and that it definitely may be contributing to my compounding stress and possibly even heightening my anxieties. And I also think, because I have this growing 
paralyzing sensation that is constantly trying to convince me that I am running out of time, regardless of whether or not that is true, Um, is this the beginning of another existential crisis? Possibly. But that isn't really my concern right now. I I don't really have the energy to start contemplating the relativity of time and my seemingly inconsequential existence juxtaposed with the beautifully imposing cosmos. I already watched Interstellar and I don't know if I want to experience that again, so... That will definitely lead to a crisis that will leave me in a state of discontentment for at least, at least six months. So, like the avoidant little goof that I am, I'm not gonna touch that, at least for now. And you know what? Now that we're on the topic of existential crises, crises, I think this is the perfect segue to my blooming identity crisis and increasing self-hatred, which sounds intense, but it's it's really not. A homie's just going through a lot all of the time, but it's it's chill. So I I have a lot of feelings going on, as mentioned previously, and a lot of them are counterproductive and overwhelming. Uh and it's I don't know. I I really don't know. I've been trying to figure myself out and who I want to be and work towards that. So I'm definitely using Pinterest more, more now than I ever did actually, and compiling aesthetics that I like and inspire me. I've been uh, following a lot of content creators that I admire and I wouldn't say want to emulate, but I feel particularly inspired by their aesthetics and their personalities. And it's it's equal parts good and bad. I enjoy their content and I'm figuring out what I like more through them and the advice they occasionally give. But I also find myself spiraling into this pit of self-loathing. Stop it. Get some help. In which I'm not happy with who I am because I am not like them and they're who I want to be. My personality, I think, sometimes becomes a vague amalgamation of these creators and less a reflection of me, which isn't really my goal. And I think that's happening because I'm not really secure in myself and who I am. I mean, I used to be when I didn't really care that much about what other people thought of me, but that was all probably before the ninth grade and before I really, really realized what people actually thought. And and my security in myself slowly eroded through the four years of high school and now three years into uni, I'm back at square one. I'm not exactly mad about that. I'm not pleased, but I'm not mad. I think that's very indicative of growth. I mean, I couldn't possibly be the same person I was in high school for the rest of my life 
that just would not be sustainable or a fun time for anyone involved. If I was the same, I think I think I'd miss out on a lot of opportunities and cool friends because in high school I was all kinds of awkward and anxious and antisocial. I really did not want to do anything or meet new people. So I'm I'm glad I'm not like that anymore and that I'm really trying to put my best foot forward, you know. And I'm still I'm still all of those things. I'm still a little awkward and anxious. But I think I have a better handle on it now at 20 than I did when I was 14 because boy was I dramatic at 14. Oh my word. Anyway, I'm no longer sure of who I am anymore. And I think I've gone through a lot of emotional changes and external changes that have led me to this point. I've made friends, lost friends, had fights with the people closest to me and so on. And sometimes these changes create big shifts in my life and, you know, they open my eyes to things I didn't know or was purposely ignoring about myself and others. So this this really forces me, or at least forced me, to check a lot of my biases and why I'm so viscerally angry all of the time and why being angry all the time isn't healthy and yeah, yada yada yada. I'm just constantly in a cycle of figuring myself out and learning about myself again and again and trying to figure out who is that girl, you know? I've come to the conclusion that I'm at a point in my life where I need to change. I want to change, but I'm hesitant to do so because I know I don't want to be who I am right now and I want to be like the people I admire, but I don't know how to go through that without losing sight of myself. If I'm back at square one, then I'm back at being a blank slate, sort of, and I'm essentially a sponge. And that makes it easy to absorb the personalities of people I like. But that's not entirely a good thing. I'm imitating someone else, and there's no substance to that whatsoever, because there's no sign of me. And there's no sign of my personality because I essentially dropped it in favor of being this cool, quirky, aesthetic type of a person. When in reality, I'm not exactly all of those things or easily fit into that box that I'm trying to shove myself into. Who are you? Simply being a sponge with no remnants of myself. I think that would contribute even more to the identity crisis. And I think it is contributing even more to my ongoing identity crisis. But I don't think, I don't think I'm in any real time sensitive rush to have it all figured out immediately. And I have to remind myself about that to kind of relax and just take a breather 
so I don't go into a stressful fit. And I think because I'm always doing something on a tight schedule, I unfortunately let that translate itself into other more personal and emotional areas of my life. Like allowing myself to feel and discovering who I am again. I unintentionally place these large emotional and mental projects on a tight schedule in which I try to force myself to get through whatever it is, whether it is feeling depressed, anxious, or just a little stressed, I force myself to, quote, deal, unquote, with it by a deadline because I convince myself I have more pressing matters to attend to. And those pressing matters are usually, not always, but usually related to my academic life or budding independence as an adult and, you know, work life. And by making it seem like these things have more precedence over my mental and emotional health, I lose sight of myself. I'm forcing myself to take it slow. I have to constantly remind myself that I'm not being chased by a demon who wants to force me into a late coming of age phase. I also have to force myself to not compare myself to others too much. I know that when I compare myself to others, I often end up feeling some not good type of way about myself. And so I want to stop feeding into that negativity and really try to look for the good, you know, and hone who I am, or at least get onto the path of honing who I am. I want to be inspired by my favorite people and not an imitation of them. So, you know, I've been watching their content, a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of Pinterest boards, and finding things I like. But I have also been forcing myself to create boundaries that I don't cross, so I, I don't fall any deeper into this weird pit of despair. I have been heavily emphasizing uh, attempting to get back into the things I used to really enjoy, like listening to my 2014 playlists, because by God, 14-year-old me had some bomb-ass playlist. I knew what was up. I really did. I have such good taste in music, I think, which is all that matters. As long as I like it, then, you know, we're chilling. <laughs> I've been slowly getting back into reading again as well. I've been in a very long and dull reading slump. So the amount of reading I did drastically decline to like one book every six months. And that's excluding books for school because I definitely don't enjoy mandatory readings and essays. So I've been slowly getting back into the groove of things and into reading books that pique my interest more. And I've really rediscovered my love for libraries and my I'm honestly grateful for being able to have access to a library card and everything, you know, I just, I used to go to the library a lot when I was younger, 
And it was a really fun experience because I think I was a bit of a nerd. But regardless of that, it was it was a fun experience to browse through books and find something that, you know, piqued my interest. I was definitely doing a lot of reading because of how the library really facilitated my interest in it. And and I want to get back to that because, you know, that was such a good time. I was having a lot of fun going to the library and just taking out as many books as possible. And, you know, going to the library now is a bit difficult, but luckily I have access to my library's online resources. So I've been really taking advantage of that and you know, boring ebooks and whatnot, and just perusing uh, a lot of their online uh, resources. I recently borrowed and finished reading this graphic novel, uh, Pumpkinheads by Rainbow Rowell, I believe. And honestly, I didn't think I'd like it. I remember seeing it before in chapters, I think. And Initially, I thought, oh, it's just, it's another tacky little, like, romance novel or whatever. And so I, I kind of just left it on the shelf. But I decided to, you know, take a chance, give it a shot. And I didn't think I'd like it. Because I typically don't read, well, in general, I typically don't read um, those types of books. And... It's really not my thing, but I found it I found it to be really cute and quite refreshing. And I think it's something that I just needed to like, you know, get back into the groove of reading, you know, something to restart my love for books. And it was such a nice little read. It was quick, it was easy. <laughs> and it felt really nice to take a break from what I'm used to and try something new. And, you know, I think I'm going to like keep this up with books and anything really, you know, to try to do something new that I initially thought I wouldn't be into because I might turn out to be pleasantly surprised. So here we are. And so, you know, with this in mind, I've been able to take a little pressure off of myself to stop forcing myself to perform as someone I'm not by getting back into the things that I really enjoyed when I was younger and kind of adapting that to who I am or who I'm trying to be now and really see how that meshes with whoever it is that I am becoming. And so I've really been making the attempt to, you know, stop putting my feelings and mental health on the back burner. And it's by no means easy. It's definitely been a rough start. But by getting back into the things I really enjoyed, I'm rediscovering myself, so to speak, and evolving into a person I think I wouldn't hate so much, which is all that I'm looking for right now. I just don't want to, you know, constantly find myself having these really negative thoughts 
about myself and kind of facilitating all of this self-hatred. I just want to take the little baby steps to get past that, to overcome that. And, you know, I want to become someone whose self-loathing doesn't manifest itself into an extreme need for external validation and doesn't take so much of a toll on them mentally because it's definitely it's definitely hard when you hate yourself a lot and you're berating yourself or you know you're a little too hard on yourself and all of these things so I want to work on that uh, for however long it, I need to just kind of you know take a step back and really come to terms with the fact that I may not be who I want to be and I may not be perfect and that's okay. It's okay to to have these imperfections and to not really know who you are and what you want out of life and to have it all figured out at once. It definitely takes time. And time is something that I have a lot of right now. So I should really try to, you know, take a step back and try not to rush into these things, no matter how badly I I know I want to. And, you know, I know that even though I'm doing my best, my best doesn't always feel like my best but that's just a part of it a lot of uncertainty and confusion in the beginning will lead to something great I think I've set myself on that path and personally I think there's nowhere else for me to go except forward and I'll keep struggling because getting through all of this is definitely no cakewalk and I'll mess up many times before I get it right. And that's okay. As frustrating as I'm sure it'll get, there is no singular right way. And there might not even be a right way. I just gotta find the way that works for me. And let it evolve and change into whatever it needs to be as I figure myself out. And... Although that is kind of scary and it requires me to relinquish some control and allow for some flexibility, it's it's needed. And, you know, with that, I'm realizing how badly I missed doing all of these things that I enjoyed, like listening to some edgy <laughs> music when I was 14 and reading uh copious amounts of books just simply doing the little things that I enjoyed for the sake of it and not because I'm trying to satisfy some required checklist or emulate someone else so I I may not know who I am now but I have a vague idea of who I want to be and I know it'll take time to become that person which 
is okay. I'm trying to, you know, remind myself that it is okay because I don't want to rush a good thing. I, I think I've got more time than what I've been led to believe. And so we shall see what the future holds. Anyway, I'm going to end it off here. And I just want to say, as per usual, thank you so much for listening. And I hope to see you again.